Welcome, everyone, to the Canadian Perspective, your source for leftist political news. We got some stories this week. At first, it was looking quite uh, story-less. Isn't that right, Derek? <laughs> no. It actually, like, there's a lot of stories. What are you talking about? At the beginning of the week, I was worried. I was like, oh, are we going to have anything to cover? But... I mean, we have a fucking movie, a Michael Bay movie of an assassination of a president in Haiti that we're going to go over. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one that you're going to enact soon, but no, no? Okay. Oh, no, no, not that one. We're not talking about that one, Cole. Oh, oh. Not talking about that right now. Shit. Okay, well, so the stories that we're going to have for you guys today, we got to talk about, you know, the... The big protest that happened uh, in Winnipeg over the... On Canada Day. On Canada Day. And they uh, pulled down some statues. They uh, caused some yeah. mayhem. They also... We've also been seeing a lot of climate change-related stuff going on, such as the heat wave that happened in British Columbia and is making its way across the rest of Canada, as well as <clears throat> the Haitian president was assassinated. Yeah. So this is all very big news. Big boy news. Big boy news today. Got no drama for you guys today. Sorry about that. Well, I just don't know anything about the drama, so. I mean, we could go over the drama, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. I also don't think many people, I don't, I didn't look I think how, a lot of people care about, it, bro, there, it's getting massive views on YouTube. Yeah, I guess. Not that I give a fuck about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The lefties are yelling at each other for no reason, and. It's kind of cringy, but they're doing it anyways, because that's what the left does. They yell at each other. There's a name for it. It's called leftist infighting. Oh, yeah. And it's real. It's been is well known throughout history, too. It is. It is well known. Which is bad. It's bad. unfortunate. Bad, so bad, not good. basically, <clears throat> we're just going to go right ahead and start. Um, start with the stories. Isn't that right, Derek? Yeah, let's go. Let's so get basically, right into the... <clears throat> deep of things we got we had those big protests on the july 1st canada day unfortunately our day of what sovereignty is three days away from the united states so kind of gets overshadowed but Slightly. nevertheless we had some protests on that day and at the legislative building in winnipeg the queen elizabeth statue queen elizabeth ii and a smaller queen victoria statue were tethered with ropes and they, they heaved and hoved and they brought it down, uh, crashing to the ground. Uh, quite interesting. And yeah, yeah. Um, that's what happened. <laughs> I don't know. What, there's not much else to really say other than like why, why they did Ultimately, that. Ultimately, yeah. Why they did that. Uh, well, like, if you don't know, Queen Victoria was the queen from 1837 to 1901. So she was very integral to the creation of the treaties that segmented the indigenous people and also the creation of the residential school system which happened in uh the 1890s so she wasn't cool and elizabeth ii i mean you know she's the monarch who's still reigning and will never die right yeah she she uh bathes in the blood virgins or something like that she's she's basically elizabeth bathory she somehow made her way all the way from what was it romania to the united kingdom and actually i'm just she gonna look at drink the bone hurting juice bro that's what it is the what the bone hurting juice <laughs> what the fuck 
That's like a meme. I'm looking up. I have that list of all the things. She is the longest lived and longest reigning British monarch, the longest serving female head of state in world history, the, the world's oldest living monarch, longest reigning current monarch, oldest and longest serving current head of state. Uh, yes. Also a demon. Pro- probably a demon. Definitely a demon. <laughs> She was born in 1926. She's 95 years old, okay? 90. She, she was 19 at the end of World War II. Like, when Hitler died, she was 19 years old. Jesus Christ. And then she married her cousin. I mean, you, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're a monarch, you know? Whoa, 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 whoa. You it's have called, options. It's, it's called Game of Thrones, buddy. You, you have options, okay? <laughs> You don't Game have of Thrones. That's all I'm saying. What? There's a thing that comes with being a monarch. Yeah, monarch butterfly. You just right? like to fuck your cousin. That's that's what monarchs do. See, that's the one connection between rednecks and monarchs. They bang their <laughs> his cousin fucking. Yes. <laughs> that's some Morden shit right there, man. That is Morden shit. <laughs> some Steinbeck bullshit right there. Whoa, you're calling out Steinbeck? Anyways, Whoa, this is getting yeah, too far. Yeah, I'm calling far. out Steinbeck, bro. But yeah, the pull down of Elizabeth II is more so in general symbolic. Yeah, she did have a, a hand in a lot of the residential schools because they closed down in 91, right? And she's been reigning since 52. Um, yeah, she knew all about it and did nothing. So, oh, of course. Right. That's how they work. Listen, Canada's such a simp for the monarchy. Like, if she said, don't do this, they would not do it she did decolonize africa yeah yeah um i think that was more for economic reasons and not for moral reasons they didn't have the money to or the power really anymore to um to reign over such a large uh, area that's true also apparently they did a shit job (laughs) but it says the process well that's why it wasn't it was an economic issue, not a moral issue. They pulled out because they didn't want to spend the money, so they don't actually give a fuck about the nations and left them to crumble. Yo, like, I'm looking at, there's like a nice gif that I'm watching right now. It's like Africa, <laughs> the decolonization of Africa, and every single nation was, yeah, colonized. Was a member of a colony. Yeah. Which is insane. But the process was often quite disorganized and marred with violence, political turmoil, widespread unrest, and organized revolts. So, didn't do a good job. No. You, no. you can still see it. Like, there's coups everywhere. School buses go missing. Uh, like, uh, certain nations are chill with each other and certain nations aren't. So, I watched it, um, a podcast about Francis Nugandu of the UFC uh, and his story about how he escaped Nigeria. And basically um, traveled across uh, Africa illegally oh, to really? get to France so he could train. And yeah, it's insane. This dude's also a fucking like beast of a person. Damn. Dude, he's massive, bro. And um, so, yeah, it took him 14 months to travel from, um, to travel from Nigeria to, yeah. I, I forget which nation, one of the nations in the... Um, west africa there so he could get onto a boat travel as far as he can to um out into the ocean so he could call the red cross and get rescued and then lie to the red cross that he's from uh france and they go to france and then seek asylum there what yeah and apparently he tried this boat he tried this um boat trick like 14 times and he ended up going from like never being on a boat before 
to being the captain of the trip. Holy, you he know this guy? He traveled across the Sahara. Um, huh? You know this guy? No, I don't know him personally. He's in the UFC. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you fucking knew him. No, no, he's of the U- in the UFC, right? So, oh, let's just make this just makes it less. He's cool. just a beast of a person. You watch him fight, and he's insane. Um, but yeah, he traveled across the Sahara Desert. Wait, is he white? onto a truck for 24 hours. Was he white? No, he's like, he's like Nigerian, dude. Oh. He has that Nigerian blood. I see. Okay. Just fucking insane uh, athlete, too. But I'm, I'm serious. Like, he's, he's fucking insane. But anyways, they took down my, these my statues. did. They took down the statues, and um, what was it? What did um, Brian Pallister said? We were so close to reconciliation and then they took the statues down or something like that and it's like that's not how it works buddy yeah no brian pallister doesn't understand what he's talking about he also said that we gave him the gift of uh, assimilation and all they have to do is accept it and then they will be fine yeah that's how he that's how he described it and we don't even have to go into how that's fucking awful and just blatantly wrong he said oh my god even here we go. He said, quote, the people who came here to this country didn't come here to destroy anything. They came here to build, he said. They came to build better, and they built farms, and they built businesses, and they built communities and churches, too. Okay, buddy. Who the fuck took... <laughs> who, what, land, what land did they use? <laughs> yeah, whose land did they build on? Did they build on? Like, that was stolen. That was stolen land. Stolen land. I mean... He, he got it. He got it. He's definitely one just of those. Sta- like, just that statement right there just shows you how little he gives a fuck about indigenous people because he doesn't understand how false that uh, statement is. Right. Because people. He doesn't under Like, I don't think he actually understands the weight of what has happened to the indigenous people. I don't think he has. He's either. the type of guy that would go out there and say, um, well, we closed down all the residential schools five years ago. What's your problem? Oh, yeah. He's that type of guy. He's like, oh, this happened 400 years ago. Get over it type thing. Or says that was a long time ago and therefore it's, it's not relevant. Yeah, he's just like, that was your parents. What's your excuse? Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's just such a ridiculous thing for him to say. Because they, they I... dispatch these people from these lands like in the most brutal way. And heinous ways that they could. Yeah, murdered them and then stole them from their parents and then just... We, we already went over the story. I don't want to get into it again because I'm just going to get pissed off. But yeah, I, I, I'm so fucking done with Pallister, man. And you know what? He's not even funny in the same way Trump's funny, okay? And, and you know what? Here's the thing. Apparently, the rest of Manitoba is also sick and tired of Brian Pallister because, according to the recent opinion polls, uh, Manitoba's NDP is up 18 points, plus 18 <laughs> points, right? That's a lot. 18 that's points good. is a lot. That's super good. Especially for a party that isn't in power. That's pretty significant. Yeah, that's significant. Well, I mean, that just tells you how much people hate fucking Pallister. Um, and the NDP, like Wapkanu's like a decent leader. He yes. has decent a name recognition. He has a decent chance of winning the next election. And he wouldn't, well, first of all, he's uh, indigenous, so he has, you get that representation. You also get all the good things that uh, come from being part of the NDP. Um, yeah, it's just overall good thing. Granted, the uh, election's a while off yet. That is true. The election is off for a while. 
But these... And this will probably be the peak of um, the NDP. Excuse me. This will probably be the peak of the NDP uh, just because the conservatives are in like deep shit at the moment and no one likes them. That can change in three to six months. Yeah, that's We're not possible. having an election in then, but right? The next polls might come out in, in three months from now. It's, that's likely. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep on that. We'll keep uh, on the polls here and tell you what's happening. Because I think everybody wants Pallister out of there. Because I think everybody thinks he's a vampire and no one likes him. <laughs> that's true. Van Pallister, boys. <laughs> yeah. Also, bad curl. He fucking dropped the ball when it came to curling in like 2003. Came second place with a Canadian team. Like, you fucking son of who? Curl? Uh, Pallister. Pallister was like a decent curler? Yes. What? You didn't know this? No. Um, also, well, that makes him a little bit more of a human, I guess. Won I the know. provincial, <laughs> won the provincial mixed curling championship in 2003, and this qualified him for the 2001 Canadian mixed curling championship, finishing with a three to eight record in second in la- in second last place in second last place, bro. Okay. Come on, you can't even throw a rock properly, and you want to talk shit about people who can pull down a statue? You know, go go sit down, buddy. Maybe go try basketball next time. You're six foot four. Go back to your hotel, bud. <laughs> go back to your hotel because you can't go home because everybody's yeah, put all the exactly, graves in front of that. Because everybody will dog him. Everybody's I doubt barricaded his your. Even likes him. Your driveways barricade <laughs> with uh with makeshift uh, gravestones. Yeah. For all the kids who didn't get them in Brandon. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what's happening in that's heavy Manitoba. Manitoba. And now. We're going now we're to, talking about uh, the heat wave? We're going to go over to British Columbia. Um, but actually, something that's relevant to what we just said in British Columbia is that uh, BC is doing very well. Uh, the NDP is in the lead significantly in British Columbia. They are the reigning party currently. Um, yeah, BC is pretty EC, if you know what I mean. No, no, they're not. They're not PC. Why would they be okay, PC? They're fucking NDP. Right. What the fuck? Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> You don't understand what I'm putting down. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh, I'm the one at fault here. <sighs> yeah, the NDP Anyways. Like plus 26 in British Columbia, but <clears throat> that's not the main thing we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about is the insane heat wave that struck them. Right. And now what was the exact temperature that it reached? I'm not, I don't even remember. Uh, it was like 46, wasn't it? Holy shit. Was that it? Yeah. It was 46 or 48 or something like that. It was along those lines. It almost hit 50. Plus 50 there. Yeah, it was 49.6 was its record temperature. And that was up in uh, Cantaloupes, right? In that area, yeah. Yeah, so I, ha- I actually have a friend that uh, moved up there, and uh, she was uh, posting pictures, or sorry, they were posting pictures on, uh, um, on social media, and I was, uh, I was looking at them, I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, it was just a thick cloud coming over them, like, um, like almost you would imagine uh like a cartoon a thunderstorm rolling over oh yeah yeah it, the the pictures were insane jesus christ yeah this was <clears throat> insane this heat wave because 719 people died suddenly which is triple the number of deaths that like normally occur in british columbia uh mm-hmm. during this whole one week period uh so of course a lot of the deaths were caused by the extreme heat. A lot of these people yeah, were. You know what? My um, my grandpa uh, lives out there, and he had to uh, he had to move into a um. He's like eighty, and has had a stroke, and like yeah, and so he moved into a hotel 
for a week for the week because he didn't have ac no one has ac out there what the fuck because they have that that tempered climate or whatnot because they live so close to the ocean yeah right so it doesn't it doesn't really get that hot out there but um Mm. it did apparently for some fucking reason and people died as a result a lot of people Uh, died people were pissed off in this side of the country because uh like manitoba and the side of uh, canada had to send all their ac units over yeah, some some dude came into my house and like ripped out my AC unit and I had to send it over there. It was uh, um, <laughs> I didn't like that. I mean, I mean, okay. So uh, my friend's mom, uh, shout out to her. She works at Lowe's. She's like a manager at Lowe's, and she was saying that yeah, Lowe's has no more AC units because Lowe's across the country had to send all their AC units over to uh, BC, and no one can find them here anymore. Which I think is kind of funny. The mass <laughs> export of AC units. It's a migration. Yeah, well, literally saving lives, though. So just, just remember, uh, folks, that AC units are going to go up in price because of the supply-demand curve, right? Oh, yeah. They definitely are. Fun things. Okay, let's move on. <clears throat> oh, but so, yeah, BC's o- went through this heat wave. They are also on fire. Every single square inch of BC is a hellhole, kind of like California was last year. Right, they did have the massive forest fires, and a lot and of people the were oceans on off. fire. A lot of people were people were pissed off because they did set up like municipal like cooling stations. I don't even know what the fuck that is. A cooling station. Uh, you do you walk in and they have like you stand, you at stand you? in there and they like mist you with water. It's just a big fridge. <laughs> All right, everybody gets to go stand in the freezer. You got for a bunch minutes. of fridges without like without the uh, shelves in it, so you can stand in there. For yeah, a I was bit. gonna say yeah. Everybody go stand in the freezer for fifteen minutes, and then that's then you're done. You have to go out. You have to let another person in there. That's how it is. <laughs> it's, it's probably just a tent where you can go under and get some shade. Yeah, that's well, I mean correct. they also did the same thing in Manitoba when summer started. They opened up like. <laughs> Excuse me. They opened up, um, what was it? They opened up like uh, beaches and shit because people, uh, it was so hot that people that didn't have AC could go out and uh, cool off at like beaches and shit. Oh, nice. Right? Pretty sick. Which leads me to say we should have like AC units in every single fucking household. Why don't they? I thought we did already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a bit privileged. I've always had an AC. Well, I guess I didn't. Apparently, I didn't when I lived in Calgary. But uh, ever since I could remember, I had AC. That's weird, man. Like, the basement's always been nice and cool. You can go down there and cool off during a hot day. It's never been that bad. I mean, um, for the last four years, I've been working outside in the heat because I've been working on a farm. Um, so I understand working in hot weather. I've done it before. But yeah, I've always had a place to go where it's chilly and nice. Mm. I feel like everybody needs that. I feel like that's kind of like, it's kind of like having a furnace in Manitoba. It's necessary. You can't not have a furnace or a heat source during winter. Then you're boned. Then, you, then it turns yeah. into Texas. Yeah, exactly. So you need, you need the opposite during summer, right? Right. I don't know why they wouldn't have an AC unit. That just makes no sense. Uh, apparently, like, apartment building buildings don't either. Well, because they're cheap, right? All the landlords are cheap bastards who don't care. Oh, 100%. And they're leeches. Yes, the leeches. Yeah. Well, um, my, our, our mutual friend um, moved into an apartment with uh, her siblings. And 
the only window that opens is in her room and they have no AC. Jesus Christ. So it's like, where do you put an AC unit? It's in her room. And then, but that's not the living room. That's not where everybody lives. <laughs> where you would want the AC unit to be. Right. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. They're not built correctly. Yeah, unfortunately, lots of people died uh, because they don't have AC in BC. And that is highly unfortunate. And everybody should have AC, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see if there, there's anything that they can do to prevent this from happening in the future. But it looks like with the current no, trend... No, there's not going to be. You're, you're boned, bro. They don't care. Yeah. It's your expense. You gotta buy an AC unit if you want one. That's true. And continuing with the climate disaster, on July 2nd, there was a gas leak. I'm sure everybody saw the little news headline that the ocean was on fire. <laughs> uh, a yeah. gas leak from an underwater pipeline in the Gulf of Mexico led to a massive fire on the ocean surface on Friday. And yeah, it was extinguished hours later, but, you know, it happened though. Listen, it was so funny uh, watching or looking at the, the boats on the water spraying water into a massive fire on the ocean. That was interesting. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what are you doing? What is the point of this? I don't understand. It is literally surrounded by water. There's nothing around it but water. And there's just some, like, five dudes spraying a small stream of water that they're probably taking from <laughs> underneath the boat and just spraying it onto this fire. And it's not doing anything. I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I don't know. That's What's the point question. of this? <laughs> you, gotta do, you gotta shut off the gas is what you gotta do. Oh, yeah, but they can't do that. They can't? I don't think they can do that. Well, they have to to patch it up, don't they? I don't know. They're going to do something. Fuck. Either way. I mean, like, it was just goofy. And it, it's unfortunate. Like, this is just commonplace. This is happening all the time because oil companies are trash. And one, they don't build their uh, infrastructure correctly. And two, because we need oil and we're so dependent on oil and gas and shit, this stuff is just going to keep on happening. Infrastructure breaks down, and then is, there's a massive oil leak and massive economic devastation, or uh, not economic, um, ecological uh, devastation. And then the world gets fucked over four or five times a year. You know, it's just how it is. That's oil industry. Yeah, it's terrible. If we want to get rid of it, if we want to get rid of it, we got to get rid of the oil industry, and no one will fucking do that, so. Yeah, because they're making a lot of, that, they're making that money. They're making that that yeah. black tar money. Listen, if you're a trillionaire, if you're the last trillionaire on earth, but you're also the last person, it don't fucking matter no now, does it? Yeah, but they won't be. All the rich people will coalesce and leave, just like all the rich people left Texas when the power grid was getting destroyed and everybody was freezing to death. That's what's going to happen. They're just going to have a mass exodus to places that are safe from the rising sea level and generally safer from the heat waves. And everyone else will suffer. But like, that's what will happen. The economies are going to crash. Everything's going to crash. Everything's going to crumble down. Yeah, but you saw how rich people made even more money when uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. So yeah, I know. But like, how much is money worth when the system collapses? The entire system. They don't care. That's why they're pushing. Because that's ultimately what's going to happen if climate change gets to a certain point. It's going to get to such a point where people are literally fighting each other for fresh water. Yep. How much is your money going to be worth when, only, when water is the most valuable substance on the planet? They just buy it. That's, that's why they have all the money. 
how much how much are people going to be willing to pay for that or even use money anymore as a currency i don't know that it all depends on what exactly right goes down, it's like right? it's like what 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 do you value as um when the system collapses that's true i'm not quite sure We'll have to see. Anyways, you know what I mean, though. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the wealthiest person on the planet is going to be the person that controls the water supply, basically. Yeah, they're gonna have all the resources, and we're gonna be suffering. Going to be slaves to them, probably. That's how it's going to be. Unfortunately, yeah. Just like how we are to the oil companies right now. Yeah, that's accurate. All right. Anyways, let's get off the d- dystopian topic: the Mad Max future that we were describing <laughs> there. <laughs> Eating soup and, of- uh, talk about this fucking uh, Michael Bay movie of an assassination, okay? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Haitian so, president was clapped the other day. Yeah, so the, pre- the, president, the president of Haiti was uh, assassinated the other day. His name was uh, Jovenel uh, Moise. Is that his name? Is that how you would pronounce it? He's French. Haiti's French. Yeah, Jovenel... Yeah, Moise, I don't know. Moise. Okay, I'm just going to say that. So he was assassinated yesterday, which was July 7th. We're recording this on the 8th. In his home by unidentified gunmen. So him and his wife, he was shot dead and his wife was shot and then later taken to uh, uh, Florida, I think, uh, for injuries. And I think she's still alive. But yeah, so four dudes basically came in in, uh, in masks and guns and just shot the fuck out of this president and then they dipped as you do and then they 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 took three police officers hostage and then <laughs> and then uh events happened i don't know they haven't really uh, explained it so far this happened yesterday so so these uh dudes these four dudes took three police officers hostage went somewhere and then uh two of them ended up dead they were shot dead and two of them were arrested damn which I can just see is a plot of a Michael Bay movie. Oh yeah, like it's a big shootout starring like they, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. You know, right? They like drive in with the truck, like breaks through the front of the the front gates, and then rams into the building, and they all jump out, and they got like fucking ski masks on, and Dookie's flying out of yeah, their jeans, right? That's how it is described in the articles, bro. Oh, that's is it? How it is described? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> And they, they were speaking uh, French, or not French, sorry, Spanish and English, which is weird for a nation that speaks French and their native tongue, which I don't even know what it's called. It's, I, I couldn't pronounce Haitian? it. Haitian? Haitian something. Is it not that hard to pronounce? What the fuck? <laughs> what? No, no, they, they, it's called something else. It's not called Haitian. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they speak French and Haitian, or whatever they speak in uh, Haiti. And they don't speak English or Spanish, but these dudes apparently spoke English and Spanish, which leads me to believe the conspiracy theory that the U.S. is responsible for this. They may be. Which I would not put it past them. That's probably the most, like, logical (laughs) uh, conspiracy theory. I have no evidence to back that up either, except for that they spoke English and Spanish, and that's the main two languages that you speak in the U.S. Yeah. So anyways, a little bit more about uh, Jovenel Moise. So basically, he's a center-right uh, politician, uh, but he was trying to start uh, jumpstart the economy by doing like universal um, um, education, universal healthcare. Um, he was also doing environmental protectionism and stuff like that. 
Mm. Uh, he was right wing, uh, I think, socially, a little bit more uh, socially. And he was also like tough on crime. You know what I mean? Um, tough on crime in these places means that he's a dictator, basically. Yeah. So he, he also, um, a couple months ago, he arrested his uh, political opponents, or a couple of them, and uh, some high, like, 80, like, people high up in the, in the rich sphere of Haiti. Oh, and I see. on like suspicions, yeah, so on, on suspicion of a coup, they're planning a coup attempt on him. He thinks this so. This sparked massive protests. Yeah, so he thought they were going to do a coup on him, so he arrested them. And then huh. that sparked protests around the nation. Um, those protests resulted in their release. So these uh, people that were arrested were then released a month ago. Oh. And now the guy got murked. Now the guy's dead. Yeah, now the guy's dead. So Jesus. Interesting. Perhaps this was their version of the coup. This isn't really a coup d'etat, but this is... No. I mean, this could be what was left, right? Like, I, this is still unfolding, right? Yeah, and how, the, number of gunmen, the number of gunmen is still in question because <clears throat> it said that uh, Haitian officials announced the police had killed four of the pu- suspects uh, of the suspected four? assassins. Yeah, they killed four of the suspected assassins and arrested two. So now we're looking at oh, six I, Okay, people, so but... what, what I read was there was, um, there was four gunmen, two were killed, and two were um, arrested. Well, now we're at four killed and two arrested. Okay. So the number of gunmen my... is going up. Jesus, that's a big group for an assassination. Yeah, and they took police officers hostage. Which is crazy. Yeah, and so far that's the only, that's all we know, is that there's six of them. They took uh, people hostage, and now four of them are dead and two are arrested. Wait, yo, this Moise, Moise guy, he's from, he's from Moise, Idaho. Uh, he... <laughs> arrested 23 people to prevent that coup attempt like 23 yeah. on suspicions of uh and uh conspiracy right yeah and also because the referendum on the constitutional amendments were delayed he basically was able to rule by decree yeah so he had a lot of power at this time so they took him out neighbors of oh my god neighbors of moisey claimed to have heard heavy machine gun fire shortly before the attack yeah like this is a movie shit right here bro this also also this dude was a banana exporter jesus that's, christ that's what he was before he was uh, president he was a banana exporter yo these dudes were dressed all in black like commandos running through the neighborhoods and one dude i wonder how many there actually were because they they said that there's four were killed and two were arrested but that doesn't mean that it was just six people no it doesn't so some of them could have gotten away Right, and also there's a video taken by a resident which had, uh, which contained the voice of one man speaking in English who claimed over a megaphone during the attack to be a member of the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. However, apparently the assailants really? did not. Apparently the assailants did not belong to the agency, but he said that during the attack. So, well, that makes why would why would the, <laughs> why would the Drug uh, Enforcement Agency or the DEA go to Haiti? And assassinate their president. That's a very good question. I uh, I don't have that makes no sense. <laughs> that to doesn't me. make any sense either. Listen, the CIA. That's literally their job. The CIA's sole job is to topple foreign governments. <laughs> Why would the D- DEA do that? That's that's true. The suspects were described as we have an agency that does it. I I that makes no sense. These suspects were like foreign nationals and mercenaries. Highly trained and heavily armed. Mm. Interesting. So this was uh, a professional job. No, 100% it was professional. 
they fucking took police officers as as a hostages, man. Well, I'm just saying they didn't get out, so I fucked up there. Well, some some of them didn't get out. Just because you're a professional doesn't mean you're uh you're that great. You're invincible. It doesn't mean you're invincible. Yeah, shit happens, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like four of you get Literally, killed. I think this this is the plot to a movie uh, that Ryan Reynolds starred, basically. And that would be accurate. Yeah, Tom. Get what it's called, but <laughs> he did. He did do one of these. This is this is the Tom Cruise. We planned a coup d'état about of some foreign. Uh, country mission impossible yeah basically i don't know i read this yesterday i'm just like holy shit man holy fucking shit this is insane this summer black sovereignty has gotten out of control <laughs> it turns out to be a movie promotion <laughs> and now tom cruise has to put an end to it <laughs> so what's the plan guys okay well there's gonna be six of us we're gonna be wearing all black we're gonna go in and we're gonna shoot everybody. It's like, all right, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So that's really what's happening. That's really all we got. Yeah, and they had the military thereafter. Like, there's pictures of the military. Well, I'm sure the military uh, would show up in the area. Yeah. Like this fucking banana man. Banana man. Um, is a banana man. Goes around, becomes a dictator somehow, and then gets assassinated, Michael Bay style. Yeah, that was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. Just a normal last Wednesday in 2021, apparently. <laughs> not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Very bad. Not good. Anyways, that was... That's what we had on the... That was basically it. Yeah. Not much more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was Canadian Perspective. Yeah, that was. I hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to follow. Remember to download the podcast. Help us out. And, um... Yeah. That was, uh, as Derek said, that was the Canadian Perspective, and we will be signing off. Goodbye. I see you, folks. Bye.